a narcissist blame you for something that they did wrong and then feel justified in bullying you about that thing? Ever have what a narcissist go so far in that situation as to use your own words against you? If so, this video is for you. We call it narcissistic deflection. And that's what we're talking about today at queenbeing.com. Let's get started. My name is Angie Atkinson and on this channel I offer free daily video coaching to help you discover, understand, and overcome narcissistic abuse in toxic relationships. I like to call it toxic relationship rehab. Does that sound good to you? If so, hit that subscribe button and let's get going. Unfortunately, this is a very common thing that happens in a relationship with a narcissist where they deflect blame onto you in order to take it off of themselves for something, right? They don't want to take responsibility for their own stuff. It's when you're being abused, but your abuser tries to convince you that you're the abusive one. Or maybe, if you're female, they blame it on that time of the month. They accuse you of just having horrible PMS. They couldn't have done anything wrong. It's obviously your fault. Or maybe they'll just label you unreasonable or crazy or an overreactor. They'll say you're making it all up. They assign all blame literally for every issue or concern in the relationship to you and they become offended and also angry if they don't think it seems like you want to accept all the blame and responsibility for everything wrong in the relationship. If you dare to question them or God forbid get upset with them, they will accuse you of being the abuser. They'll do anything possible to run a good smear campaign on you, telling everybody around you that you're crazy, just how crazy you are and how difficult you can be. And they'll make you look and feel like someone you're really just not. Let's talk about flipping the script, shall we? I like to call it the narcissistic flip. So that's one of the most effective types of gaslighting or manipulation from a narcissist. And that is when a narcissist sort of flips the script on you during an argument. I have dubbed it the narcissistic flip because it's exactly what it is. They flip it around on you, right? And it's a regularly employed manipulation techniques for many narcissists and other types of abusers. The flip happens most often when you make a valid point or have the nerve to question anything the narcissist says, does, thinks, or feels. That's about the time that everything turns back around on you and suddenly you're the one who's sorry. How about that? Mostly that you bothered engaging in yet another pointless argument with a narcissist. Denial, my friend, it ain't just a river in Egypt. Okay. Real quick though, let's define denial for our purposes today. In this case, we're talking about the psychological term, which means that someone literally claims that something did happen or didn't happen when the opposite is true. So in the case of narcissists, they use denial. Denial of their own behavior, denial of events and situations when it's convenient for them. And almost always in situations where they, the narcissist, could be considered at fault for like literally anything. Feel me? Negative, especially. If they can take credit for something that's a whole other ball of wax for them. Denial can be used as a part of the whole brainwashing process by a narcissist. It's the same process a lot of narcissists use just to control their victims. And if you think about it, while they may have originally employed denial to avoid taking responsibility for their own behavior, a lot of narcissists have discovered that denial can be a very effective part of gaslighting as part of the process, right? Narcissists will intentionally say things to provoke reactions from you. They will bait you and then they will wait for a response. If you don't act quickly or dramatically enough, they may poke you. Poke, poke, poke. 
and aggressively antagonize you until you just explode. Yeah. Then they tell you you're crazy, that you need help, that something is just plain wrong with you. How do you deal with this kind of manipulation? Obviously, almost always, going no contact is the ideal solution. We already know this. I'm not, I don't have to tell you this. You already know, right? When dealing with almost any toxic narcissist. But in the real world, there are other circumstances and other things to consider. Sometimes you get stuck dealing with a narcissist who, for whatever reason, you have to co-parent with, or maybe you haven't managed to escape yet, or maybe it's a relative or an in-law and you just can't practically disconnect. You know, it's not practical for you to do that, so you're forced to deal with them. The way to deal with that is to recognize that the narcissist is trying to get you to react. He or she will absolutely use it against you if you do. Let's talk about the blame game, shall we? You've heard of it, right? The blame game? The so-called blame game is just what I've already described. When a narcissist constantly deflects responsibility for their bad behavior, and then they project it right onto the nearest victim, which often is the primary source of supply. Have you been there? Of course, this puts you as the primary supply on constant alert, and you feel the mental and the physical effects of always being in a state of stress. It affects your blood pressure, your neurological function, and even your ability to eat and sleep. Other physical effects might include changes in weight, getting sick more often, falling ill, all of this stuff. It's been reported quite often by victims and survivors of narcissistic abuse, CPTSD, weight issues, heart issues, fibromyalgia, Lots of things. Check out my videos on that stuff. Let's talk about a few examples of the blame game in action, shall we? A narcissistic wife caught lying to her husband about spending an evening alone with a male colleague. She claims when she found out that she only lied because he always overreacts to everything. We kind of talked about this in our jealousy video, right? In reality, the narcissist's husband lives in fear of her erratic and seemingly unprovoked emotional attacks. And of course, the general invalidation of his character that he suffers on a daily basis. A narcissistic husband then, in my next example, is found to be cheating on his wife, let's say, with her best friend. It happens. When confronted, the narcissistic husband claims that he was treated poorly by his wife, neglected and overly criticized by her. He claims that he tried to fix the marriage, but she'd have none of it. And in reality, he's the one who was mentally abusing her, although he's over there getting all the sympathy, saying she was doing it to him. It's called a smear campaign, my friend. And now he has engaged her friend as a very toxic flying monkey. He has taken her friend from her, engaged her in this mess, and now they're together. You see? Gaslighting, flying monkeys big fat mess. Here's another example. A narcissistic woman has a lunch meeting with a colleague, brand new colleague in the office, and she's secretly a little threatened by this girl, right? She shows up an hour late, the narcissist. When the colleague tries to be like, you know, it would have been great, but I gotta get back to the office. I don't wanna be late back on my second day of work or whatever. She cuts her down for being so uptight, neglecting the opportunity to get to know her. She's like, come on, it's just the office. Just hang out with me here. Let's have lunch now. Nobody will even notice you've been gone. She's secretly a little threatened by her, so wouldn't it do her some good if that person didn't stick around? But this person's too smart, and she says, well, I gotta go. Look, here's some things that you need to know in that situation if you are stuck in that type of relationship, whether it's work-related, romantic, family, or otherwise, right? If you're dealing with a narcissist or otherwise toxic family member or friend, 
or colleague, you probably have a lot of someone else's thoughts floating around in your head right now, especially if you're one of their sources of primary supply. You might not think you're good enough. You might think that your feelings and your thoughts aren't genuine and relevant to the world. And you might even feel like a big fake when you do try to follow your dreams. Simply because you've heard for so long that you are not worthy, that you don't deserve good things, whether you heard this indirectly or directly. If your toxic relationship happens to be family-based, you may have had so much conditioning that you aren't even sure which way is up anymore. The first step to healing is to start with your own head. You have to change those thoughts and those limiting beliefs that are holding you back. So we're going to start right here. When I was in my own toxic family situation, I struggled with feelings of worthlessness, hopelessness, being not good enough, and all kinds of stuff. I felt like nothing I did, nothing I said, nothing I thought, nothing I believed was real or genuine because I was taught that anything came out of my mouth had no credibility, had no validity. I was constantly invalidated. I felt like I had to hide who I was in order to conform to the expectations of a toxic family member. But I learned some important lessons as I started that healing process and I want to share them with you now. If you're currently in this situation, you may have never heard these things and when you first hear about them, you probably won't even believe me. But these are the truths and if you need to watch this video again, keep doing it until you get it into your head that these are the truths. Number one, changing your mind will help you change your life. It will change your perspective. It'll change your world. I'm living proof of it. It works. We're going to talk about the top 10 things you need to know if you're in one of these relationships. First thing is you are a legitimate person with legitimate concerns, legitimate thoughts, real feelings, real aspirations, and you can do that shit. Yes, you can, my friend. You are good enough. You don't need anyone's approval. You don't need anyone's endorsement. You don't need anyone to say you're good enough. You don't need anyone to say you're okay. It's okay with them if you do this to succeed. You can get validation through success in your own self-dictated endeavors. It's not about you. It's not your fault. You aren't bad and you aren't broken. You can literally do almost anything you want to do if you simply decide that you're going to do it. If you choose to do it, You'll be compelled to take inspired action. And my friend, you can make it happen. You have something real to offer to the world. You matter. You have value. You can be exactly what you choose to be. And choosing your own identity doesn't make you lazy, stupid, selfish, entitled, or otherwise unsavory, contrary to what you may have been told. You get to choose your own identity every single day. You get to decide who you are and how far you go in the world. You can compromise for someone you love up to a point. But there's a certain point at which it's time to choose your priorities and choose a path. But you have to remember this. Compromise means that both parties give and bend and both parties are satisfied with the outcome. It's not compromise to give up everything you love and want in the world in order to keep someone from being mad at you. It's not. That's not how it works. If you were to walk away from the toxic relationship that you're dealing with or that you've recently dealt with, the world's not going to end. In fact, it's going to get a lot brighter for you pretty quickly. It's going to be difficult. And, and to be fair, you're going to have some soul searching to do. There's a lot of things that you're going to have to think about. I've got all those things covered for you, but we'll get to that. Personally, I had to re-examine literally everything that I believe to be true. Now it's time for the question of the day. And the question of the day is, have you ever experienced narcissistic deflection in your toxic relationship? And how did that look for you? Share your thoughts and your experiences in the comment section below. Let's talk about it. Now, in case you've missed it, we've already done the first two sessions of the Life Makeover Summit and more sessions are coming. We've got the next one coming up at 5 p.m. today. You can sign up for free at lifemakeover.org or you can pick up the All Access Pass and be able to watch those sessions anytime you like. It's going to go on for the next seven days. Don't worry, you got plenty of time. I'll see you there if you want to be there. All right. As always, 
Thanks so much for letting me be a part of your day and a part of your life. And thanks for letting me be a part of yours. It really does mean a lot to me. I'll see you soon. It's my mission to teach others what I know to be true. You really can create the life you want. Take care of your body. Take care of your soul. Nurture the real you and introduce him or her to the world. Be comfortable in your own skin and in your place in this world. Take your spot. Take it now. And the universe will take its cue from you. You feel me? If so, subscribe to my channel. Let's get it done together.